and welcome back to Floor 9. I am your host, Scott Elcherson. With me this week, replacing my normal co-host, Adam Simon, is Ryan Miller. Ryan, welcome to the show. Big shoes to fill, but happy to be here. <laughs> ah, it's, a, it's a high bar, but I think you're going to do just fine. Uh, and this week, we have a special guest joining us from TikTok to discuss the recent announcements from TikTok World is Gabe Nicolau, the Director of Global Vertical Ad Solutions at TikTok. So Gabe, welcome to Floor 9. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, we are pumped. So first off, congratulations uh, on passing 1 billion monthly active users. That's a huge milestone. Uh, is there anything that you think has made TikTok so popular? Yeah, definitely. You know, the, the, the biggest learning that we've had so far is just that, you know, from the past 18 months or so, uh, just how people from all ages and backgrounds and, and as well as even like, you know, brands, uh, how they've really kind of taken in and, and uh, absorbed um, themselves into the platform. And, and this year, this past year, uh, it's really magnified, you know, our overall purpose in so many ways. You know, people have been coming to TikTok, especially during the pandemic, right, to feel that sense of connection to others uh, when they couldn't physically connect with people, right? Um, and then for, for brands, um, it's just this bigger opportunity to not just keep their business going, but also attracting this new audience and also share their stories with with this um, TikTok community um, who have come to, you know, really love and support their business um, as they show up onto the platform more authentically. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I think is so interesting is just like how the trends we see on TikTok like really become like those like viral conversations that spread across all culture. And I think that's just like so interesting. I think we've seen, you know, very select places in previous generations of social media, like things like Reddit or, um, you know, even Twitter, like, be a, a hub for that. And now TikTok to me seems like just to absolutely fill those shoes and, you know, those trends become what people talk about around the water cooler, essentially. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, what we're seeing now, it's like, you know, the TikTok's the culture driver, right? A lot of like the new trends, like, before it used to be like these static memes, uh, right? Like, and, and now uh, it really brought a lot of that to life through uh, video and, you know, sound on and like being fully immersive. And the interesting thing about with, with TikTok is that because, uh, because it's sound on, you can like hop on those same trends of not just what people are doing, but also utilizing the same sounds. And so that's why like it has, it catches up and has that overall viral effect. Um, and, you know, uh, something that was just like a single video can very quickly turn into uh, a big movement uh, within the whole platform. And, and again, it drives culture. And then you see these things that uh, actually are showing up um, in real life uh, as they're featured in like news stories and in other places. And we know that static assets are really not the norm anymore. People are having conversations in new ways with TikToks and memes. And to use a make made up word, I think it's the TikToksmosis, <laughs> where they're permeating the social vernacular with these new forms of content. And we're obviously seeing it from an audience growth perspective. But to allude back to something Scott mentioned at the top of the um, podcast, you guys held TikTok World about two or three weeks ago. From a product development perspective and platform perspective, I know you guys rolled out a lot of new offerings. Uh, you want to touch on a few of the highlights before before we dive a little deeper? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, like uh, for those who have, may have missed it, you know, TikTok World is actually our very first uh, global experience. You know, that that's, was really uh, designed to help 
brands and marketers to embrace that TikTok experience to really also educate them and help them understand how they could uh, connect with the various different communities within TikTok. So we showcase a ton of new solutions. We had about like 35 to 40 like new products that were officially launched and and uh, and mentioned um, to help brands, you know, unlock those new opportunities on TikTok. Um, and it's really, you know, a community uh, of, of users and creators has opened us up to this new path of innovation um, and helped us to set those new standards in the industry. So we're, we're just really excited and humbled to like have that opportunity to share uh, those various different solutions um, for advertisers so that they can be more creative and be more effective uh, in a place that's safe. One of the pillars that the team talked about at TikTok World was creator solutions. Uh, so I want to dive into this pillar first and just think about, you know, where do you see TikTok, you know, in relation to this, you know, booming creator economy? This has been a conversation I feel like that has been, you know, driving uh, a lot of just like thought leadership across, you know, all the different platforms. And so I'm interested to hear from you. How do you see TikTok fitting into that a creator economy? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, uh, I think overall, when I, when I, arrive at TikTok, like the, the concept of just like creators was, uh, was very much new to me. Um, cause the fact that, you know, like it, it just from knowing the other platforms out there, like it's, it's all very much focused on influencers. Right. And, you know, like how big of a, a mass following that they have and stuff, but with TikTok, it really like set the bar such that everyone had a chance at becoming, you know, quote unquote, TikTok famous, right? Like it's a, everyone can be a creator because it's the best content out there wins, right? And so, you know, like with TikTok creators, like they're the new big movers and shakers that are shaping that culture in the overall community. And, you know, they, they're showing up their, as their whole selves in a very authentic way in the videos. And then they provide a lot of like uh, creative content for everyone to enjoy. And so there are resident storytellers, you know, they're basically our platform experts and um, effectively also becoming those brand evangelists when they're partnering with these different brands um, so that they could highlight, you know, uh, their trusted recommendations and overall reviews. So when we, when we, what we see is that like when these creators said, when they're passionate about a product and a brand and they share it in that authentic way, it resonates so much more with the community compared to your very traditional kind of glossy curated ad that um, you would see uh, in a more traditional sense. So we know that TikTok has a plethora of creators, influencers, brand evangelists. How are brands approaching identifying which are the right creators to work with? I know that you guys unveiled the new marketplace feature. What are those metrics that we're honing in on in order to identify who's that best person to bring forth that brand narrative? Yeah, definitely. You know, our um, we we announced our TikTok creator marketplace, and you know, it's a it's very much a self serve portal that you can go in and you can find the types of creators that really aligns with whatever the needs are for your particular brand. You know, so various different types of discovery tools that you can search and kind of filter through and, and figure out, okay, um, what type of content do these creators post? Like where they located, you know, what's their average views and, and plenty more. So that's one aspect in terms of like uh, figuring out, okay, who, who it is that you might want to uh, target uh, for your next brand campaign. Uh, another way to go about this is um, something that we, we had announced also um, open application campaign. So it effectively like bring, putting out like an RFP, right? Uh, and putting out that brief to let you know, like, hey, this is what the campaign is. This is what we're striving to accomplish and achieve. 
and then invite, you know, diversifying creators who like, you know, they feel, okay, this is a brand that resonates with me. I can bring forth my various different talents and, and gifts that I have um, and provide a new angle for which, how I could, you know, bring this brand uh, and that message out to our community. Um, so, yeah, so that's another area that's uh, been cool and unique and, and gives it another path for our um brands to be able to reach out to creators. And I love that symbiosis because that's a relationship that's never really been locked down is that creator platform relationship. And this gives both brands the opportunity to identify the right talent to support their brand message, but also gives some of those up and coming talents from a creator perspective, access to brand deals that they may have never had before. So really love what you guys are doing with the marketplace. Yeah, definitely. I think that like, like that plays really well to your overall branding, what do you say? Make TikToks, not ads. Sometimes like like the best form of advice when speaking to brands like on, on how they can activate on these platforms, because we always I think it's something that we've been speaking to at the lab is like, how do you show up on these platforms in a really authentic way? And I, I think more and more it's let the creators speak you know for you, let them create and just get an iPhone and record something essentially, right? It, it, it is as simple as that. I'm just curious when you're Developing a strategic approach for brands, does it make more sense to go with a brand first approach and own your own channel and create content that way? Or is it more about building relationships with the individual creators on TikTok and leveraging their communities in order to evangelize your message? Or is it a mixture of both? Yeah, no, it's a good question. Something that the brand should really um, look into have experimenting um, and see what works and, and resonates with them. Like, I think that's uh, the, it's you know, we're still a relatively new platform. We've seen things work for in, in both cases for different types of brands and, and advertisers. Uh, but, you know, like it's, it, it also depends on, you know, like uh, how creative um, people are, like both internally as well as like the, the way that they're leveraging the creators. Um, so really like what's most important is what the community is thinking about and talking about um, and uh, how you jumping on those trends quickly on TikTok. Um, and these trends can change, you know, like every week and every month. So like um, it's more important that brands are actively looking at being part of the culture and the subculture of the platform so that they can take part in the conversation. Right. Um, and then ultimately then that means um, in terms of native content, right? Like how do you show up again authentically and feel and have content that feels the same as what the users would typically consume uh, in their for you feed, right? Like it, again, doesn't have to be super polished, right? Uh, more raw is actually good. Uh, and just show a new side of the brand that may be different from the overall personality. And, and it's a reason why, you know, like uh, creators can help with that and facilitate that. Um, but ultimately, it's important for brands to kind of experiment both and see, you know, what the different formats and the different production levels, how it resonates with the audience um, and utilizing some of that engagement data and that overall performance data to determine like what works best for their brand. Like that's super interesting. Just thinking about like the like organic side of it, like to your point, that's a real way for a brand to engage with culture and be a part of the conversation. I think that becomes more important every year uh, in the world of like marketing is like, how is your brand not like just kind of do like mass awareness messaging, but like, how are you giving back to a community? How are you participating in culture? Um, and like, how do you make yourself like part of that conversation uh, where you feel like an actual, like, you know, like a person versus like, like a brand on like the platform. And like the example that I love recently was, um, 
the one woman graphic designer that, that's been going around redesigning all these brand logos. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, just been hilarious. Yeah, it's been hysterical. <laughs> yeah, it's been so, so funny. Uh, but you have all these brands from like the Detroit Lions to TikTok itself to McDonald's to, you know, uh, Chubby's like all asking for like brand redesigns. And it's like they're participating in this kind of like viral trend um, that the designer started. Uh, and I think it's just you know, a classic great example of like what it takes to be a part of culture and participate, which is like, I think a new factor or angle that brands need to be thinking about. Uh, that's a bit different than the traditional like messaging that we've done in the past. Absolutely. Yeah. I think one of the things that we talk about, um, and when we're educating a lot of brands is, um, participate and be part of the town square in TikTok. Right. Um, and you know, like that, and the only way to really know that is, uh, just really exploring, again, those different hashtags and like experimenting with like some of those different hashtags, see like what resonates um, with, with, you know, the different audiences and, and uh, being on the lookout for the different types of sounds and the different types of like cool, neat trends um, that would be very interesting. And then utilizing uh, that as part of your overall content. That is some great advice. Now, I do want to shift gears here, knowing that the holiday shopping season is coming up. What new shopping products has TikTok announced as we start to see shopping and e-commerce become more and more of a priority for social networks like TikTok? Yeah. Um, you know, the the biggest announcement we had was really um, TikTok shopping, which is um, our one-stop shop, you know, our seamless e-commerce ecosystem where audiences can then go from discovery to action in a matter of seconds. Um, and, you know, we, we have a number of... Um, features and, and tools uh, that really helps to empower brands and, and sellers and merchants um, to really be able to engage with their customers. Um, and in order to you know integrate with TikTok shopping, we, we're providing uh, different ways for uh, brands and merchants to do so. You know, you could go through like a partner integration. Um, so, you know, like working with a number of third-party commerce partners that we've uh, established these relationships with. You know, we started off with Shopify. We also have Square and Equid and Presta Shop, um, a bunch of them that, you know, with a click of a few buttons, you know, you'll be able to um, get integrated very quickly and very easily. Um, you could also do a direct integration into TikTok shopping. So, you know, um, essentially kind of going through like the API and like tap into that full service uh, commerce solution uh, where, you know, the sellers can then like upload the products and then manage everything um, and, and, and have all of the, um, the shopping activity uh, start to happen within TikTok. Interesting. And does that like also include like fulfillment kind of like from purchase to shipment? Because I, I know for us, some of our brands are really interested in pivoting to e-commerce. They're working on their D2C strategies, and they're all at different stages. So some of them have like those more robust solutions end-to-end -end built out, and some of them are maybe sitting on Shopify doing some tests and learns. Um, so when it comes to like that native e-commerce opportunity, um, is that kind of like a full-stack solution where it's like if I'm you know Scott's Pineapples and I guess send you product basically upload it and it's like the full thing is being shipped out and ready to go 
Yeah, no, definitely. That's a good question. The checkout experience is still offsite over to the advertiser's website, but we just kind of facilitate that in a way that is uh, a lot more streamlined, enables uh, easier discovery of that particular product and hopefully be able to help facilitate that purchase. You know, for the direct integration, that is something that is a little bit more end-to-end. And, you know, we're, we're currently working on that in two of our geos uh, where we're testing uh one in uh, Indonesia and then also in the UK that allows basically the overall shopping as well as transaction experience to be in-app. It's so important for brands to start showing up there. I mean, you guys announced that TikTok made me buy it. The hashtag has amassed over 5.8 billion views so far. And we know that when you guys worked with Walmart last year, we saw like a 7x increase or 25% increase on the number of followers that they had on the platform. So in order to reach your consumer in these different areas, discovery has shifted enormously in the last few years. So I think it's kind of table stakes for brands to be showing up on TikTok and leveraging all the new tools like the CTA click-throughs and the stickers and all the fun stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 important to not just, you know, like a building your presence in terms of establishing your business profile, uh, but beyond that, you know, like how are you making sure you're showing up um, you know, with the audience. Um, and again, going back to what we we're talking about before, how do you show up in a way that's, that's also authentic, um, and leveraging the various different tools for engagement, um, as well as discovery. I'm curious when it comes to like the shopping feature in particular, like how are you recommending brands like utilize the shopping functionality, you know, independently, or maybe as in conjunction with what the rest of the TikTok, you know, ad solutions to kind of drive the most effective, you know, shopping campaign uh, across the platform? Are there certain ways in which they should be kind of leveraging all the different ad products or solutions to like complement each other to really drive a really great kind of like narrative driven experience on for shopping for brands? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, it's a great question. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, th- we have, we basically have, you know, like kind of two avenues for um, both the discovery and engagement, right? Like, so we've got like the, we've got organic um, solutions and we've got paid solutions. Um, on the organic side, that links directly with um, the TikTok uh, shopping um, implementation. You know, we've got uh, two things. Like one is like the, the product links, uh, which essentially as you create your organic video, you'll be able to highlight uh, a, a product link that links to that specific product that's mentioned in the video. And while when people see your video and they click on it, it will lead them um, straight onto your shop. Um, so it's gives you that opportunity to, again, like uh, publish your video, be part of those trends and highlight your product um, and uh, lead people um, to from that discovery all the way to the overall purchase. The second part of organic engagement is something that we are testing uh, and we're excited to be able to launch uh, more broadly early next year, which is live shopping. Um, so that uh, really allows brands to have that ability to connect with their community in real time and showcase the different products that they want to sell at the same time. Um, so yeah, so... Uh, a, a really cool, unique experience uh, that brings people together, uh, makes it a fun and entertaining way um, to highlight your particular products and hopefully be able to boost sales. So that's on the organic side regarding product links, as well as live shopping that link directly with live shopping. Um, if you're to think of and, and shift over to like the different paid solutions and to think the solutions that currently exist, um, 
you know, there are really um, the best way to think of it, especially with the upcoming holiday season, um, it's good to think of it in kind of three steps. Um, you know, the most basic fundamental uh, form of ads that we have are just the in-feed ads. Um, and we go across full funnel. Like you could utilize them for awareness, for driving traffic and consideration, um, as well as for conversions. And this is what everyone should be utilizing um, at the most basic level um, to help with promoting your various different products for holiday. Um, and then, uh, and then we have more commerce specific products that we had announced at TikTok World. Um, first one being collection ads. And so with collection ads, um, it's it's unique in a sense that you know it's it's a great format for promoting your holiday deals, your um, your seasonal promos, your hot sellers, doorbusters, um, even product launches, like new products that new SKUs that you have. Yeah, and uh, it allows you to highlight those all of those products in a way um, that is discoverable. You know, like you you showcase those products and uh, when people tap on uh, the product cards that show up on your video ad, um, it will show up with like an instant gallery page and you can browse through those products and then ultimately be able to shop. So it's a great way to just drive uh, traffic during the holiday season to your website um, and promoting those, those items. Um, and then the last one is dynamic showcase ads, um, which is a format um, within our, our commerce suites that allows you to basically take your big volume of products within your catalog um, to serve those in a way that is more personalized, more fun, more engaging. Um, so the best way to think of it is, you know, like it's, we, we serve these, these dynamic showcase ads based on the way that a user interacts, um, you know, in the for you feed, um, their actions on viewing your products, on adding to cart, and use that as a means to personalize the experience. So these different products can show up on um, different templates that we have created with the community that are fun and and exciting. Um, it feels native to the platform. Um, brands can create their own custom template. Um, or they can utilize uh, any of our uh, dynamic video generators to um, create something that's similar to like a dynamic scene that I explained earlier. So yeah, so those are kind of the, the three to sum up, you know, like our standard in-feed ads offering and then our commerce-specific solutions of collection ads and dynamic showcase ads. So we've got brands on the varying levels of digitally savvy if we're ones that have our asset ducks in a row can we upload you know our entire catalog 100 SKUs as quickly as tomorrow what's the turnaround time for brands to, to get their products online yeah um, definitely you know like we we actually um have partnered with um with products up and feedonomics um, to make that process that much more seamless and easy uh, and then also as mentioned earlier um, with our um, partnerships with the third-party kind of, um, ecosystem partners of uh, Shopify and Square and 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 uh, these these third-party commerce partners, like they actually make it very easy with a few clicks to have your full product catalog fully integrated, and so you can get started on um, our our paid products like 
um, dynamic showcase ads, as well as like TikTok shopping. Um, you could get all of that started very quickly and easily uh, because the full integration is already there. If we look at how brands are showing up on TikTok, like how they're building their advertising and knowing that there's more and more shopping capabilities that are being built out, like to me, it seems like all all of the media, whether it's driving awareness or not, I mean, it, it should be able to have a dual function and be like awareness, but also clickable and shoppable at the same time. Like at, at the end of the day, because the platform enables such seamless transactions that any media that, that's going into this environment should have some sort of like shopability feature to it. So that way you can capture a person on their buying journey, no matter where they are, because we know it's a web now, it's not linear anymore. So it's like that, you know, purposeful built shopping first media, I think is becoming more and more important to how brands show up in places like TikTok. Does that make sense? Yeah. You have any thoughts on that? If not, we can cut the question. But that's like that's like the, like why I'm so excited about like like shopping in particular and like the like the like these shoppable platforms and formats because it's like I feel like there's going to be like a divergence in how we segment media and that it'll reflect the collapsing shopping funnel and it's more of a web in that all media should be kind of like shoppable media because it can be now it can do both. Totally. Yeah. And I think the, um, we, we were already seeing, um, the collapse of the funnel on TikTok. Um, and it, the, what we talked about earlier about like hashtag TikTok, maybe buy it was like, is a true testament of that, right? Like where certain products just absolutely go crazy viral. Um, uh, and this is, this was organic activity that has been happening, um, offsite as well as, you know, uh, offline, right? Like people, uh, see a review of a particular product and got super interested in it to go out and like, and purchase it. Um, and we have countless of examples of various different brands that have experienced this. And what we're doing with TikTok shopping is uh, provide the various different tools to further help facilitate that trend, right? Like if, if, if TikTok is a great like culture driver and like uh, making certain things go viral, uh, then we want to make that overall uh, opportunity to make things more shoppable that much more easier, right? So that people are not like, when they see a product, they're like, okay, what is this? Uh, and they're not like, you know, searching all over to try to figure out what that uh, product is, but how do we make it, how do we facilitate that and make it easier so that, you know, they um, they close the funnel that much sooner and that much that much quicker. I um, know that the, um, um, for a lot of brands, they, they, they've started to see like with the, the virality component uh, of TikTok of how just uh, that purchase journey can sometimes happen in one step, right? From discovery all the way to purchase. Um, and so that's the goal of uh, TikTok shopping overall is bringing those different uh, shoppable capabilities um, to make it easier for brands and for merchants uh, to sell yeah. their products. Because I mean, like to your point, like obviously social proofs a big point in that. And when something goes viral, I mean, the social proofs right in the comments. There are people that have bought it that are that's right there. And that's, you know, one more tick into like the bucket of that's all I need to make that purchase. So it, yeah, it, that's super interesting. I've got a little bit of system overload here after all these new products and, <laughs> and everything. So if we want to break it down pretty simply for a CMO who's looking to establish a brand presence in TikTok, do you have any recommendations on good first steps or best ways to leverage this new tool set that you guys have unveiled at TikTok World? As I mentioned before, like for are at TikTok world, we announced uh, 35 to like 40 different <laughs> products, right? Like we just were, a few, <laughs> we were really excited uh, with this. And this was our very first 
event. Uh, hopefully, you know, like we'll, we'll, we will continue to do this in future years. Uh, but to kind of like wrap things up, I'll, I'll bucket them into uh, the three categories that we talked about. Um, so we've got first kind of creator or creative solutions, right? Um, and how, you know, we've introduced a suite of solutions to really help advertisers to and brands to embrace the creativity on a platform. Uh, if it's, you know, uh, embracing and utilizing our ecosystem of creators through our um, TikTok creator marketplace and the various different tools that enable them to find creators um, uh, or our various different creative solutions uh, that help them in um, better creating uh, and making their content more TikTok-like, right? Um, you know, utilizing our video editing tools, our dynamic scene, um, or even yeah, uh, the ones where the, the the new format where it's a little bit of kind of like a choose your own adventure, right? Like, so these are the various different creative solutions and creator solutions that will help brands to show up more authentically on TikTok. Uh, the second bucket was on branding solutions. So, you know, we, we mentioned about how uh, we've introduced solutions that gives brands that power of like when and how they show up on TikTok uh, while ensuring they operate in a brand safe space, right? So, you know, the reach and frequency uh, tool, like that new uh, uh, buying format that we have to, to help uh, brands to show up in a way where they can control for how many impressions that they want and like how, how, big of a reach that they want to have while um, also operating, you know, what type of frequency cap that they like. Um, all the while providing the right measurement with like brand lift studies, as well as um, showing up uh, in a brand safe space um, where we have our own first party inventory filter, as well as a host of various different third parties, uh, like a Zephyr, like IES and OpenSight um, to help uh, brands feel comfortable showing up on our platform. And then last but not least, the third bucket, which is our commerce solutions. Um, so, you know, helping brands, again, to experience that power of TikTok in the community and in the platform so that they could, um, you know, not just catch on to the various different trends and showing up uh, within the community, but ultimately finding ways to connect um, and have their products uh, show up so that it will lead to bottom line results. Um, so yeah, so, you know, we, we announced, you know, TikTok shopping, uh, that end-to-end -end solution um, to showcase the various different products in a way um, that will be um, a fun experience for our users uh, while providing them with the right tools for discovery and engagement, such as product links and live shopping. And then ultimately our various different ad, um, paid ad capabilities and solutions such as collection ads and dynamic showcase ads, all of which to help to influence the purchase and drive sales, uh, both on platform and off platform. Fantastic. Well, Gabe, thank you so much uh, for joining us on, on Floor 9. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure and uh, we are looking forward to seeing how all these products roll out uh, and you know, really getting into the weeds of the shopping products in, in particular that's a personal interest of of mine uh so you might see me spin up some stores just to try it out because <laughs> i am excited about it uh so thank you very much we really appreciate it uh and uh, we hope to uh, have you back on soon thank you so much appreciate you having me 